0: Southwest West London. This is Riverside Radio Arts Watch. Well,
1: Grandpa George is the grandparent that doesn't get chosen to go to the factory. There's four grandparents in the show and each of them in, in our production is an archetype. So I guess I'm the archetype. Victor Meldrew, miserable old man that has a heart of gold. That's who he is. So he's a well, where was Grandpa Joe who goes to the factory with Charlie is the very optimistic happy-go-lucky uh believer um i'm the opposite of that <laughs> if he's the ying i'm the yang <laughs> so that, that's who grandpa george is and it's great so it, it's good because you know uh I, i'll get the sort of the dry one-liners that counter his optimism so it's it, it's great fun and of course obviously opposite that I, I play mr salt who's a
2: completely different character if my memory serves me right from the story uh, the bucket household is quite crowded
1: the Bucket Household, in our, in our production, we're set in 1982. And our director, James Brining, gave us a very definite timeline of, uh, of, of the event. So in, in our production, Charlie's birthday was Valentine's Day, for example. So we live in the middle of a rubbish dump <laughs> in a very large cardboard box, which is basically a double bed on stilts. <laughs> oh, And we live, we, live, we live in this rubbish dump. So it's about... Uh, Roldell's book's amazing because everyone remembers the factory, but the first half of the book talks about the poverty that uh, Charlie and his family are in. So um, I think they tried to reflect that in how they designed it. Charlie, in our version, only has one parent. Charlie's father's now left us. And so Mrs. Bucket works in a laundry and she supports her uh, son/slash daughter and her four grandparents who haven't been out of bed for 40 years. And they, they they live in this bed, and they're all very happy. Um, but the grandparents sleep most of the day, and it says in the book, Charlie comes to visit them, and that half an hour every day is the happiest time of their of their day. It's, it's very it's very romantic.
2: <laughs> now you said son slash daughter because you do have some female Charlies in the cast. We do,
1: yes. So we we tour with four children, two boys and two girls. And they're all fabulous and they all, they all bring something completely different to the role, um, albeit a regional accent or an experience. It's actually quite magical and it actually keeps you on your toes because of course we have to in in the dialogue remember which gender we're talking about. <laughs> we, can, we, we don't want to misgender a female Charlie as a he and or vice versa. but we've got these four amazing talented children, with great CVs, great experience behind them already. And of course, Charlie essentially is the the, the, l- the linchpin of the show. And it's, it's, it, the show's written through Charlie's eyes. So the, res- the weight of responsibility on this child must be enormous. It must be the equivalent of Hamlet. I reckon these kids, <laughs> with what these kids uh, have to uh, bring to the table. At the show.
3: Switch
2: on
0: Southwest London.
3: Hey y'all, it's Alison Ray. Right? I'm obsessed with me as much as you.
0: Riverside Radio.
3: You turned our song down, baby. What for? You had lit candles on the dashboard. Red roses growing out of the door. Wanna say something you never said before? We were driving down sunset. No So far, red eyes from the red light And I just set the mood You say you're obsessed with me So I took a second And I said, me too I'm obsessed with me e As much as you Say you'd die for me I'd die for me too And if I lost you I'd still have me I can't lose When you say that you're obsessed with me Me too I did my hair like waves on the beach. This dress so tight you can't even speak. My hair's so high, my kid us bleed. Music so loud, but I hear our heartbeat. We were driving down sunset. A second and i said me too i'm obsessed with me as much as you say you die for me i die for me too and if i lost you i still had me i can't lose when you say that you're obsessed with me me too i'm obsessed with me as much as you
2: Rescue teams are trying to find a submersible tourist vessel that's gone missing during a voyage to the Titanic shipwreck off the coast of Canada. Tim Moulton, an expert on the history of the Titanic, says those on the craft would be aware of the risks.
4: That's absolutely right, I think they're quite brave people um, who, who have been down there um, but equally they know the risks but no one expects it to go wrong on your dive.
2: The man accused of murdering three people and attempting to kill three others in a spate of attacks in Nottingham will enter his pleas in September. Valdo Calacani is charged with the murder of Barnaby Webber, Grace Kumar and Ian Coates and appeared in court earlier today. And Romanian prosecutors say social media personality Andrew Tate has been charged with rape, human trafficking and forming a criminal gang to exploit women. Tate and his brother Tristan, who are both dual UK-US nationals and two Romanian nationals, have been under house arrest for months during a police investigation. From Radio News Hub, I'm Andy Hoyle.
5: Radio Works. Half of Brits say they no longer need a physical wallet now they have mobile versions on their phone. That's according to new research from customer engagement platform S. SAP Amasis. Here's retail expert Lucy Davies. With so many new shopping channels, if we had a bad experience with a retailer, we're very quick to move on to a different brand. This is why SAP Amasis is launching the mobile wallet, and we're really noticing both consumers and retailers embrace this technology. If you're a retailer looking to keep your customers loyal, you can visit Amasis.com and find out
4: Welcome back everybody, it's a Glastonbury special tonight and what better way to start the show than with the man filling the Sunday Night legend slot, take it away Elton John. that's just about enough of Elton John we want a bit more energy in the show don't we uh, happy Tuesday my friends it's Glastonbury week and everybody who got tickets is praying to the sun gods that they look down favourably on them for the next five days meanwhile everybody who didn't get tickets is hoping for rain so we can kick back and watch the chaos ensue from the warmth of our sofas you guys get cracking we're going to get running see you shortly
6: It's like looking down the barrel of a gun and it goes off. And how come all these words? Oh, there's a very pleasant side to you. A I much prefer is one verse. Laughs and jokes around. Remember cuddles in the kitchen? Yeah, to get things off the ground. And it was up, up, and away. Oh, but it's right hard to remember that On a day like today when you're Argumentative And you've got a face on face, the one that I can't bear, well can't we just laugh and joke around, remember cuddles in the kitchen, yeah, to get things off the ground, and it was up, up and away, oh but it's rare to remember that on a day like today when you're all argumentative, and you've got the face on, and yeah, I'm sorry. yeah to get things off the ground and it was up up and away oh but it's very hard to remember that on a day like today when you're all argumentative and you've got the face on
0: switch on southwest london you're on riverside radio
4: Welcome back to the Riverside Run Club with me, Tom Lovelace, and good old, ever-silent producer, Phil, as well. We're here from six till seven, and our sole aim is to make sure that when you leave us at seven, you're just a little bit happier than when you join us at six. Guys, we've got a guest co-host with us today. The Ashes are on. I'm not overly happy about tearing myself away from that to do this show, actually. I think we've probably lost quite a few listeners to, to the Ashes. And it's Glastonbury week as well, so we've got a cracker of a show lined up for you all. Um, now, I don't blame most of you if you are still listening to Radio Radio Five, uh, or on TMS, or indeed watching it in front of your TV. It's been an excellent four days, uh, four days of cricket. But in the meantime, we're going to do our best to entertain you anyway. So we are trying to keep it Glasto-themed all the way through this hour. You've already heard two of the headliners. Um, one, the Arctic Monkeys, they were playing the Emirates all over the weekend uh, in London. And Elton John, who was requested by the winger from Pinner, our man, friend of the show, Sammy Isaacs. Um, we'll have music coming up from Dermot Kennedy, the Lathams, Lizzo, Guns N' Roses, Stereophonics, Texas, Queens of the Stone Age, Carly Ray Jepsen. And we play them every week, but our run of the week actually specifically requested Catfish and the Bottlemen this week as well. And it's one of my favourite songs, sound, uh, not sound check, long shot, so I'm pumped for it. But first, we are joined by guest co host, my mate Tommy G is over here from America. Welcome to the show, Tom.
7: Thanks, Thomas. It's, it's great to be here. I'm <laughs> extremely energetic, almost out of control. I'm so happy to be on this show. Carly Ray Jepsen, what a singer
4: brilliant stuff wow that's much more enthusiastic than
7: you were about 30
4: seconds ago uh tommy one of the first questions we ask all my guests is uh do you run so are you a runner
7: yes yes from time to time i like to do runs that are kind of about three miles long and try and kill myself in those three mile runs okay so you go short sharp hard 5k and then what any idea what your 5k time might be uh i shoot for under 20 minutes i think at the moment i'm probably quite a long way off that but that's kind of at one point i had a dream of going under 18 minutes and i and i worked hard to get there but don't think i ever actually went under the uh, the 18 minute barrier better but, play but yeah
4: um so tommy you're a you're a head coach you're a, of a, a football a, a, a soccer team at a u.s college right uh so you're running but then i'm guessing that your job day to day you're just out and about exercising quite a lot anyway
7: no, not really. When you're, when you're a coach, you don't do a huge amount of exercising, playing. You're typically watching, organising, shouting, abusing. Um, those are kind of the key, the key responsibilities. You don't do a whole lot of uh, jumping in. You do a little bit more if you're kind of a younger assistant coach. But as a head coach, you have to oversee everything, and so it's a bit more. Uh, it's hard to find time to play. Okay, fair days. Uh And what about Glastonbury? Have you ever been to Glastonbury? never uh any festivals festival fan um i like the idea of them i i don't think i've ever been to any of them
4: to be honest okay
7: uh and have you been following the ashes at least of course not okay,
4: okay. Brilliant. <laughs> Well, we'll be catching on with tommy shortly he's actually with us for the full hour and he'll be talking to us all about life in the cumberland gap in the appalachian mountains in the usa uh, and how he ended up becoming a head coach over there but in the meantime I mentioned it last week, but this week we've got one of our Runners of the Week. So every week we try and have someone who's out running for the hour or for part of the hour of the show, and we get the whole of the Riverside Run Club behind them. And this week, my mate Rodri is out in Cardiff right now running a 10K. So he started at 6. He's running 10K, so I think it should probably take him the full hour knowing how fast he runs. (laughs) So that's a private joke. Um, won't won't land very well. Um, Now, when it comes to running, uh, you know my philosophy is, You're never racing anybody else. The only person you're ever racing really is yourself running isn't about racing even if you're at a, a 10k, a 5k, a park run, a half marathon any race you go to there's always going to be someone who is quicker than you unless you're Mofar and, and going for it at the Olympics um, and it's you know one of the things that always bugs me is people who say "Oh, I'm such a slow runner or I don't run because I'm too slow because it genuinely doesn't matter it's entirely personal and I always try and remember that but there have been two exceptions in my life uh, when I haven't abided by that rule so the first was when I first got into running it was my mate Larry he is an insane sufferable bore uh, and he's willing to go to any lengths to win a race so he'll wake up at 5am happily self-flagellate run for hours if he has to and i did the 2015 marathon for him uh, with him and he beat me by five minutes and then eventually he left to australia and i managed to stop constantly racing him in my head when i was out running um so i was happy about that and then about a year later I ended up meeting Rodri who's a runner of the week this week uh, and his, both our ex-girlfriends from a few years ago lived together and the first time I ever met him we went over and we said oh I'm I'm a runner, are you a runner? He's like yes I'm a runner and then we had the awkward question of what's your your PB for the 5k, what's your PB for the 10k, what's your PB for the half marathon Um, and ever since then every time we saw each other we ended up competing over who was faster. Now annoyingly He's actually a very, very good runner. uh, And I think his half marathon PV is something around 1 hour 21. So he's actually really, really quick. So I always came off second best. Um, Anyway, it's been a few years. We managed to put that behind us. And he's this week's runner of the week. So, Rodri, you've got the whole of the Riverside Run Club behind you and we hope we're going to be cheering you on through the whole hour that you're running and more importantly rod chose uh, for one of his songs he went very welsh with all his music uh, and of course he chose stereophonics with dakota so here you go this is for you rod Was the stereophonics with Dakota, and that was for our run of the week. Rodery, who is out running at the moment, all around Cardiff, pleasure to have you on board, my friend. Uh, guys, it's time for Course Pass Quiz Time because it, wow, it's already 20 past. We're always late for it. Um, remember, you can let us know who you are and where you're listening by WhatsApping in the show. We're on 07871 so you can WhatsApp in your answers or you can WhatsApp in a shout out. And actually, we've only had one in so far, but I've got to give. I've got the first-time listener bell that's going out. We've got Georgie Humphreys, She's listening on the train from Clapham Junction to Twickenham. Welcome on uh, on board, Georgie. An absolute pleasure to have you here. Now, we're joined by my guest co-host, Tommy G. Hey, mate. You won't have... Uh, have you listened to the show before? I'm afraid not, no. Embarrassingly, I have not. Uh, I was going to say, it's okay with the time difference. So I guess, what, what? how far are you behind in the US? Uh, we are five hours ahead. You're five, so, No, you can't be five hours ahead. You've got to be behind because you're West. You're right, you're right. We're five hours behind. (laughs) So you actually don't have an excuse because it's on at one o'clock there. When it's people in Australia, it makes sense because it's middle of the night. But you could have listened? Yeah, I don't think I could have. At 1pm, I'm usually fairly busy. Okay. Well, that's, that's understandable, at least. So... Basically, every, time, uh, every week we have quarter past quiz time. So this week is a music quiz, and it's called Guess the Song. So I'm going to play you five songs, and you're going to get five seconds of each song. And they're in keeping with the theme of today's show, which we know is Glastonbury. By the way, I have to just jump in and say there's been a, a wicket in the cricket. Um, well done, Joe Root has just caught and bowled. Uh, who was it? Uh, Kerry. Lovely stuff. Sorry. Um, so I'm going to play you five songs for five seconds each. You can't give them away. You've just got to tell me which ones you can get and which ones you can't at the end, Tommy. But everybody else, you can text in your answers, okay? So here we go. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. So
7: you're, you're playing the songs and you don't want me
4: to immediately shout out. Correct. You can't give the answers away because that just defeats the point of the quiz. Okay. You ready? I'm ready. This is a great song. All right. State your name, What do you reckon, Tommy? How many of those could you get?
7: Three, maybe.
4: You get three? What artist and song? No, no chance. Okay, I'm going to go through it once more. Five seconds of each song, all right? Um, And then we're going to... Oh, God, I'm going to go back to the beginning. Here we go. Five seconds of each song. You gotta guess him.
7: Uh. State your name, cuz.
4: there we go that's the, That's the quiz for today. five songs name the artists name the songs and text in your answers to o seven eight seven one six seven oh. 493. Um, all of them as I said it's in keeping with the uh, the theme of today's show so you know that they've all played at Glastonbury and I think they've all played on the Pyramid stage as well uh, we'll come back we're going to chat to Tommy a little bit more all about his life in America and we've also got a great song from a Gibraltarian artist coming up next but first um, in keeping with the Glastonbury theme we've got the Guns and Roses with Sweet Child of Mine and I want you to picture the riff from this guitar coming out in front of about 80,000 people on the Pyramid stage it's going to be amazing <laughs> Guns and Roses with Sweet Child of Mine They'll be headlining Glastonbury on Saturday night I think that's going to be absolutely awesome um, Guys welcome back to the Riverside Run Club We've got a Glastonbury themed show tonight And I've got my co-host here Tommy G uh, Welcome to the show mate So we're a big fan of Mavericks here at the show And I think I'd probably class you down as Not just uh, someone who's more One of the more unique people I know But also someone who's taken the path slightly less travelled In comparison to most of your mates um, so what, what, what do you mean by unique? Uh, we'll go into that later or I think it will become apparent to most of the listeners at some point uh, but you live in the US right so you're you're a head coach of a US college um, whilst most of your friends live in, the, uh, live in London and primarily work in the city um, I'm curious how do you like your job and do you ever get given that like when I hear about what you're doing I get super jealous because I think it sounds awesome being able to be in a field managing your own football team do you ever get the, uh, the flip side of that and think sometimes you wish you were behind a desk in an office
7: I don't have a dream of being behind a desk in an office, but I would say there are times when the idea of living in a, in a big city with lots of friends, with lots of people, lots of kind of exciting things to do does appeal to me. Where I live is, is uh, I don't want to say yeah, so rural, because where, where, R- where is it that you live? The Cumberland Gap in Tennessee. So it's in the. The Appalachian Mountains of Tennessee, it's, it's where most people want to be. Not everyone ends up there. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's an interesting spot. There's um, there's not a lot of diversity in the local population, I would say. It's, um, the people there probably had, their great-great-grandparents also lived there. At, at one point, there was a tunnel that was created that massively reduced the traffic through the city um what's your nearest city i mean it looks like it's genuinely in the middle of nowhere um well the nearest the nearest sort of small town is a town called middlesbrough spelt differently from middlesbrough close to newcastle what's what's the nearest city that we'd have heard of knoxville 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 you might have heard of nashville nashville okay how far is it to nashville it's three and a half hours to nashville just just a quick kind of pop in the car get down to nashville all right and what's the college you work at called Lincoln Memorial University, so named after the greatest president of all time, Abraham Lincoln. No, very, very nice. Uh, how many students have you got and, and uh, how big is the squad that you're managing? The, the number of students in the whole school is is something like 4,500. There's, there's some doctoral programs that are, that are really popular there. Uh, the squad is around 30, 30 to 35 players who have next season and you get people from all over the world right yeah Hungarians Brazilians Japanese Americans all over the place
4: awesome uh, I want to hear more about that in a second um, and I presume presuming you get called coach right you're not Tom you're just coach or are you coach Tom
7: no I, I, I don't mind people calling me Tom this, um, there are some kids that will always call you coach and And I've almost, a good friend of mine started telling everyone my name was Coach, so for a while when I'd go out socially, (laughs) people would refer to me as Coach. I once went to a, a, a party before a horse racing event and a girl that I knew fairly well asked me if she'd like if i'd like her to introduce me as coach or as tom to the other people in the room um, uh, so yeah i quite like that right it's half fast we've got to get to the ad so up next we've got lizzo
4: who's also she's actually playing before guns and roses on saturday night at glastonbury and um, we're going to be hearing more from tom about his time in the u.s
5: i do my hair toss check my nails baby how you feeling head toss check my nails baby how you feeling Let me simplify. He don't Play Riverside Radio. And now on DAB
0: Digital Radio.
7: Wavelength is a charity which fights loneliness across the UK by giving digital technology to those who are lonely, isolated and vulnerable. We give radios, tablets and TVs to those in need to keep them connected to the outside world, friends and family. Now, more than ever, people are being affected by loneliness and isolation. We can help fill the silence of an empty room and help bring a sense of normality back to a person's life. To join the fight against loneliness, please donate today by visiting wavelength.org.uk slash donate. You can make a difference today.
5: If you're looking for a place to host your next special event, then look no further than the exhibit in Balham. The exhibit has been a local institution for over 23 years and is still going strong spanning three floors with a huge selection of outdoor and indoor spaces flexible hire bars multiple performance rooms boutique screening room luxury karaoke suite stunning balconies penthouse gallery stylish speakeasy studio and even a secret garden there is no party quite like an exhibit party as a special treat they are offering a complimentary hundred pound bar tab for all private hire events that inquire using the code Riverside inquire Now at the exhibit.co.uk quoting the word Riverside and let the exhibit bring your next special event to life.
4: Foo Fighters and Everlong and that was uh, chosen by uh, Tom G guest guest co-host today thanks for that Tom Um, they headlined Glastonbury back in 2017, um guys. It's 6:37, so we've got 23 minutes left of the show. Uh, we've got Rodri, a runner of the week. He's out. He's 37 minutes in to his 10k, so about six minutes per kilometer. I think he's probably about six k in. Good work, Rodders. You do keep it up. And remember, if any of you want to be run of the week one week, you can message in the show on 07871670493. You get to pick some songs. You get to have your name shouted out a little bit on live radio to all five of our listeners uh, and have a laugh as well. So. Let me know if you fancy it. Um, we've had a few quiz question, uh, quiz answers in so far. So far, the best we've got is three out of six. Sorry, three out of six. Um, four, four out of ten. So there are five songs, five artists for people to guess. Uh, and the most we've got so far is four. No, it's five. Uh, well done. So that's Vicky, who is listening down in Sussex with Jess and Di. We've had a couple of other shout-outs too. Uh, Beth in Cambridge, she's finished her exams. Uh, my mate Nikki, who's in Wiltshire, looking for houses at the moment. Hope all that goes well. Uh, and we've got Anna P. She's listening in Malvern, and apparently she works in radio. And she's going to give me a rating out of ten after seven pm. Very much looking forward to that, Anna. Uh, please only get in touch if it's over five. Tommy, have you got any
7: any shout outs? Any friends who have asked you to give them a shout out whilst you're on the show today? Yeah, I'd like to give a shout out to my brother Ed. I love you, Ed um in my rock and i'll never forget you <laughs> it's hard to forget ed that's for sure um
4: <laughs> sorry brilliant uh tom it's time for our check it out tuesdays um so normally check it out tuesdays right is where we pick something to watch see read eat do all around london but it could be elsewhere oh i sorry someone's whatsapped in and asked for an update on the ashes yes i can it has been a while uh, australia 252 for eight they've got uh, two wickets remaining and they require t- 29 runs. If you're listening to this over the ashes, then my word, I'm, <laughs> I feel very sorry for you or you're not a cricket fan. Uh, it's absolutely thrilling and I can't take my eyes off it. Anyway, check it out Tuesdays where we get to review something to, uh, for you guys to eat, read, watch, see or do. Um, Tommy, we spoke a bit about the Cumberland Gap, but we're not going to talk about that. You're over from the US. You've just been up to Scotland. Where have you been?
7: I went to both Glasgow and then Edinburgh. Cool. Tell us about it. Which uh, which was your favourite city out of the two? Um, I like the grittiness of Glasgow, you know, I think I'd fit in well there. Edinburgh was a bit more touristy, uh, some beautiful architecture. Um, watched the Scotland Norway game in in a Scottish bar in Edinburgh. That was there was a lot of energy in that place when they scored the second goal, people crying, people hugging. It was beautiful to see. I I jumped to Scots, jumped up and hugged a Scotsman myself, felt good um but yeah in terms of check it out tuesday i ate both a battered mars bar and haggis oh what was the give us a rating out of 10 for each of those uh the haggis i would say eight out of ten it was kind of spicy mixed in with potato it was surprisingly good i kind of forgot that it was a sheep's intestines <laughs> and the battered mars bar was a bit of a disappointment it was almost like a mars bar had been put into an empanada okay uh,
4: so w- what score are you giving that 8 out of 10 for the haggis that's a mus- D- disappointing. Uh disappointing four, 4.5 4.5 okay fair enough I think so, so Scotland's one of my I love Scotland right I've I've been up there quite a few times um, I was lucky uh, I cycled John O'Groats to Land's End and so I got to cycle from right north, far northeast, all the way down to south west um, and I think whilst I love Edinburgh uh, and i 've been to Glasgow once when I filmed Eggheads got a uh, bit of a claim to fame um the highlands and like the the mountains and the the countryside in Scotland is where it 's at so next time you get up you 've got to get out of town and uh, did you
7: take the train between the two cities yeah yeah, some of the trains pretty pretty nice right um, i i i wasn't watching if it, if if it was impressive
4: okay fair play Uh, well when I when I last went up um, was back in no actually not the last time I went up but one of the times I went up was uh, I took the night train up from King's Cross and you wake up in Fort William so you go overnight it's about 8 or 9 hours fall asleep in central London and you wake up in the highlands of Scotland and it's absolutely sensational highly magical friendly. it really is uh, speaking of magical it's, I went up there to see the, the Hogwarts Express train so it truly was magical anyway guys um, every week we play a 90s noughties pop punk classic uh, and this week again it's still Glastonbury themed we decided to go with uh, a band that played the other stage back in 2000 also in keeping with Rodri's selections earlier they're Welsh as well uh, this is just a day by the legends that are feeder we go that was feeder with just today and that is an absolute banger of a song uh Guys, it's six forty-six. Do hang around at seven o'clock from seven till nine. I think it is two hours. We've got spotlight coming up after us for all things musical theatre related. Um, it's an absolute banger of a show. They've got loads of good songs. I absolutely, I just love Hamilton, uh, and they they often play Hamilton. I think they finish on Hamilton every week. Um, so hang around for that. Um, it's six forty-six. We're joined by my mate Tommy. We had a run of the week. He's actually, we've even lost him. He's l- finished his four-mile run. Um, thank you for doing that, Rodri He's gone home to watch the Ashes, and I don't blame him. Australia need 22 runs, two wickets remaining, and not much time left to bowl either. So uh, it's going to be an absolute thriller of an end. And fingers crossed, it doesn't end in a draw. But in the meantime, um, oh, we've got a course pass quiz time on the go. Uh, I'll give you the answers to that at the end. Um, but now it's time for my favourite thing of the week, which really does what it says on the tin. It's just a time where I get to pick my favourite thing of the week. And normally this it was a bit of a challenge this week. Um, You'll notice we don't spend much uh, time on serious news here. What I do is basically trawl the, troll the intimate, uh, internet, internet timing and I find my favourite feel-good story of the week. So last week, I say feel-good, last week was uh, an Ecuadorian lady who woke up in a coffin in the middle of her funeral uh, and knocked on the coffin. Turned out she was alive. She wasn't dead. Real positive, but also seems like there may have been some um, serious administrative errors along the way. So this week I'm going to give you three options as to which story you want to talk about. Um number one is accounting stars that's accounting like an accountant number two is raging italians and number three is hockey history
7: for me it's it's got to be raging italian <laughs> <laughs> tom we spoke about this in the, in the song and you know that's
4: not the one you're going to choose so which one do you really want to choose
7: <laughs> i sorry sorry I, I i sort of for a moment lost my mind you did what what i meant was accounting stars like, we accountants go. are just such fascinating Human beings. Um, I couldn't agree with you more as a as a chartered accountant. Um, obviously,
4: guys, this show is entirely off the cuff. We didn't prepare any of that. So this is my favourite story of the week, and I absolutely love it. We've got the world's fastest accountant, Tommy, a guy called Eugene Amodadzi. He is none, none other than Nottingham alumni, like us. So me and Tommy both went to Nottingham together many moons ago. Um, he went there, and at the age of, I think he's 30, he's just run... Uh, 9.93 second 100 metre time And he's the fastest runner In Europe this year And I'm pretty uh, I'm pretty impressed by it So I used to be an accountant When I first started my career um, But changed quite a lot since then Probably wasn't quite for me uh,
7: But I was pretty proud of that I thought that was pretty cool What do you make of it Tom? It's an impressive time 9.93 he's, So he's 30 And he just set his personal best Yeah Yeah, <laughs> yeah there's, there's some question marks there Aren't there uh, <laughs> In Athletics <laughs> Possibly, yeah, possibly. I mean, apparently he
4: only started running properly at the age of 26. Uh, so when he was in, sec- in secondary school, he ran a personal best of 11.3 seconds and then just never took it seriously. He was playing football at uni and then uh, at 26 signed up uh, uh, an athletics club and he's just brought his PB down
7: non-stop since then. It's always questionable with athletics, isn't it? You never know what to trust, do you? Yeah, that is that is incredible. Going from 11.3 at 18 to not under 10 seconds at 30 um, yeah, fair, fair play to him. Uh, good stuff. What was your, any idea what your fastest 100 meter was? Uh, it it's probably sort of in the
4: yeah, 10.3 to 10.6 <laughs> range. <laughs> um, of course it was. Brilliant. Um, right, we're going to go to another song. This is my favourite band, it's Catfish and the Bottlemen with Longshot, and then we'll come, uh, come back, say goodbye to Tommy. I'll give you the answers to the quarter past quiz time as well. Catch you guys in a bit. Go.
8: Ahead and tell me You got all you want Fiverr says you're wrong And I suppose You've come down to help me Move things along And we lapped it up And we're wise enough to know How it goes get me home
4: was long shot by catfish and the bottom end my favorite band of all time uh guys it's six fifty four. we come to the end of the show uh tommy we had our course past quiz time earlier i'm gonna i'm gonna play the songs again and you're gonna give me your guesses and then i'm gonna give you the actual answers is that all right i think they're gonna be the same you think they're gonna be the same oh why can you see the screen uh no just, <laughs> okay. just trust my, we go. my brain let's go first up really good song very funky What do you reckon?
7: I think it never rains in Southern California. No, that's by a... Albert Hammond.
4: It's uh, Leo Sayer and you make me feel like dancing. Close. Next up. Close. This one, you know the artist right. for this one, you got this?
7: State your name, cuz.
4: Stormzy. Yes, with what we do today. Shut Up. Ah <laughs> uh, yeah yeah. And then this one. You got this you got the artist? Jay
7: Z, H to the Izzo.
4: Yeah, just called Izzo. Good work. Izzo. This one, they headlined the year I was there. Actually, the um, Legend Slot. The um, something. I'm going to guess it starts with the. Yeah, it's the Cure, and it's Friday. I'm in love. Perfect. No. And then the last one, hailing from Brixton, no less. Very famous man. Ooh. Rolling Stones. Uh, <laughs> I'm right, aren't I know that is David Bowie with Heroes. Um, <laughs> close it, enough Same ballpark. <laughs> You're not wrong. Same ballpark. Um, <laughs> I, I think, uh, Tommy. Thanks so much for coming on. It's been a real pleasure to have you on. Um, we let us know how the sock season goes. If you give us your score updates each week, and then I can update the listeners, and we'll uh, see how the. What, what's your team called? What's the the team's nickname? The Rail Splitters. The the Lincoln Memorial rail splitters,
7: Lincoln Memorial University rail splitters. Are you, is that a joke? Really? No, no. It's uh, Abraham Lincoln himself. The man was a rail splitter. Fair dudes.
4: I've never heard of that nickname before. That's very cool. Do you know what a rail splitter is? N- no idea. But we don't really have time to. Uh, it's to- someone who splits rails. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> Thanks, Tommy. Uh, been a pleasure to have you on. Um, when you're next back over yeah or in fact when you're over there give us some updates on your results and we'll follow the rail splitters from afar alright you'll have the river sounds perfect thank you yeah brilliant anything else you want to add any more shout outs or are you done
7: um, no just thanks for having me it was, it's was. it
4: been a joy being here you're a, you're a true professional oh thank you very much as are you tomboy um, best of luck for the season ahead and uh, all the best with your uh, return to the Appalachian Gap that was my mate Tommy G uh, head coach of the Lincoln Memorial University rail splitters soccer team uh, and congrats on the promotion as well from assistant coach that's fantastic uh, guys every week I leave you with a quote of the week and this week I am giving you the quote from Jay Shetty who I don't really know who he is he just seems to be an influence he's all over Instagram and always on TV um, he was formerly working in the city and then he became a monk and uh, he, I read a quote of his recently and this is it he he says you're not ahead nor behind you're not early you're not late you're not too old you're not too young you're exactly where you need to be and I really really liked it I don't think he necessarily means you're exactly where you need to be listening to the Riverside Run Club on a Tuesday night probably more in life in general um, you've probably definitely got better things to do than listening to this nonsense but then again Maybe he does. Um, Anyway, I took it as worry less, live more. You really are exactly where you need to be. Uh, And if you want to change where you are, that's up to you as well. So, guys, I will see you next week. Hang around for Spotlight after this. Uh, I'm off to run home along the river to try and shake off this cold. I'm going to leave you with Carly Rae Jepsen on Call Me Maybe, who's actually playing at Glastonbury. I thought she only had one hit, but apparently she's got a whole set. So if you are going to Glastonbury, have the time of your life. I'll see you guys next week.
2: Rescue teams are trying to find a submersible tourist vessel that's gone missing during a voyage to the Titanic shipwreck off the coast of Canada. Tim Moulton, an expert on the history of the Titanic, says those on the craft would be aware of the risks.
1: That's absolutely
4: right. I think they're quite brave people um, who who have been down there, um, but equally they know the risks, but no one expects it to go wrong on your dive.
2: The man accused of murdering three people and attempting to kill three others in a spate of attacks in Nottingham will enter his pleas in September. Valdo Calacani is charged with the murder of Barnaby Webber, Grace Kumar and Ian Coates, and appeared in court earlier today. And Romanian prosecutors say social media personality Andrew Tate has been charged with rape, human trafficking and forming a criminal gang to exploit women. Tate and his brother Tristan, who are both dual UK-US nationals and two Romanian nationals, have been under house arrest for months during a police investigation. From Radio News Hub, I'm Andy Hoyle.
5: Radio Works. Half of Brits say they no longer need a physical wallet now they have mobile versions on their phone. That's according to new research from customer engagement platform SAP Amarsis. Here's retail expert Lucy Davies. With so many new shopping channels, if we had a bad experience with a retailer, we're very quick to move on to a different brand. This is why SAP Amasis is launching the mobile wallet, and we're really noticing both consumers and retailers embrace this technology. If you're a retailer looking to keep your customers loyal, you can visit amasis.com.
0: Across Richmond, Wandsworth, Merton and Lambeth. On DAB Digital Radio. Switch on South West London. Riverside Radio.
1: (coughs) Hello. Are you ready? Yes. Then we'll begin.
10: Jump to the left,
0: and then step to the
10: mount. with your hands on your hips.
11: You and the say, Let's do the time walk again. Let's
0: do the time walk
3: again. It's a dream. Start on sensation. Like you're under.